0: Okay, hello, welcome along. This is episode 125 of the Influence Podcast. I'm excited about this one. I've been looking forward to this for some time now. And there's a reason for that because we have a very special guest. And so today I'm excited to introduce Dr. Michelle Meza. Now, she wants to know, this is a great start. She wants <laughs> to know what makes you angry. Um, working with brilliant business owners who are shaking things up, but having trouble talking about it, she combines the tools of successful social movements with the qualitative research skills that she earned in her communications PhD. By getting clear on both what they stand for and what they're rebelling against, she helps her clients craft a powerful, captivating message that has audiences flocking to hire them and are desperate to spread the word. Uh, Dr. Michelle Meza is the author of three books, including the newly released Three Word Rebellion and the host of the Rebel Uprising podcast and the co-host of Duped, the Dark Side of Online Business. Michelle has been featured in Fast Company, Entrepreneur and Inc. Uh, she founded Communication Rebel in part because she thinks nothing is more heartbreaking than watching someone who could change the world fail just because They took um, 30 rambling minutes to explain what they do. We're gonna talk more about that shortly. Um, And she knows that having a clear and captivating message is the key to reaching the people you could help the most in a way that is powerful and feels effortless. How exciting, what an incredible introduction and welcome to the show, Dr. Michelle Meza, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Jake, I am thrilled to be here.
0: This is awesome. I am. I'm so excited about this. You, you, the first time I read through the introduction, I had a real good chuckle to myself because uh, this, this <laughs> just the idea of, of people kind of thirty rambling minutes to explain what they do, and I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Um, so I, 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 I just love it. We're, we're gonna. If, uh, let's go straight there, if you don't mind. I'm, I'm gonna go straight in there. And how did that? How did that even come about? Where, where did the idea of This kind of heartbreak and frustration of people trying to introduce themselves and what they do come about?
1: Yeah, it's so one of the things that I see in my business all the time is my clients tend to be brilliant. They are experts. They have years of experience doing what it is they do. They are highly skilled, and yet they are often passed over, overlooked, and ignored. And part of the reason that they are passed over, overlooked, and ignored is because they can't communicate the value of w- of what it is that they do they don't know how to summarize like create a message that actually resonates with another person who's not an expert and what it is they do but really demonstrates like why their work matters. And so I see these people, they're usually doing something innovative in their industry. They're shaking things up a little bit and they struggle because they simply don't have a message. And they're the type of people who are like, if I can get someone on the phone with me, I can definitely close the sale. It's getting them on the phone in the first place, which is that, you know, 30 rambling minutes, because as a marketer, (laughs) you know that that's not going to work very well in a space where we are just starved for attention. And so I just... I see it over and over and over again. And so I've just made it my mission to help those fantastic business owners who are getting tremendous results for their clients, articulate what it is they do so that they can market and reach the people who really need them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that, I love that. You've touched on something which I I certainly see it with our clients as well and it, it resonates very much with with me as well is as you say the people you're working with are experts they're they're really good at what they do um and it's it seems such a shame that so many people who have such great quality and skills and assets miss out on their audience because of the way that 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 message is is kind of put across um how how did you even discover that this was your superpower if you like how did this come about
1: so it's it's really funny because my love affair with communication actually began in the 10th grade when i was taking a public speaking class and oh my gosh jake i sucked like i was always the type of person who was really shy who didn't like to stand out didn't like to get attention and getting up in front of that room in front of the boy that i liked who sat in the first row was terrifying like my knees knocked my 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 hands were shaking i was stammering all over the place and even though it was so painful, there was this little voice in my head that was like, you need to master this skill. You could yeah. be good at it. And so I did what you do when you want to master a skill. I decided I would do it competitively and join the speech and debate team because there's nothing like getting your butt kicked every Saturday morning <laughs> to hone your skills and get you over your fear. And from there, it just, it really blossomed into this I was always passionate about speech and debate. I thought I wanted to be a music major and then I took an intro to comm class and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this this is it. Like, this is what I want to learn. This is what I want to do. And that intro to com class eventually led me to a PhD. I was a professor for a brief stint. And when I came out into, well, I was in corporate for a while too. We'll just skip over that horrible <laughs> okay. experience, even though it taught me a lot about business and I'm glad I did it. Um, What I would always see is that in corporate, I knew messaging was really important to the organizations because I ran message testing for Xbox and they would spend millions of dollars making sure that their message was right before a launch of the Xbox. And then I came into the online space and I'm like, why is everybody using swipes and templates and formulas and cookie cutter stuff? Don't you realize you sound like everyone else and you're not not—you're not actually communicating? <laughs> you're not like standing out and being different. And to me that was like, oh, that's, is that how it's really done out here? I don't know if that's gonna work for people. And what I saw is it didn't really work for my people, those experts, those people who are doing something innovative and different like a swipe and template could never like encapsulate their brilliance the change they were creating for their clients and also there was a lot of manipulative stuff in that in those templates that my people always felt a little put off by that it just felt icky and gross so it was you know it's been like oh gosh, like over 25 years on this journey with learning all about communication and just really honing my own expertise and doing my own research when I was a professor. And that's really brought me to this point where I can expertly help someone like go through all of the ideas that are in their head and really help them find their core message, their three-word rebellion.
0: Tough Perfect. Um, You literally, thank you so much for that, Um, that that background and overview. You've literally teed up the the perfect question, which I was just about to ask, which is about the three word rebellion. Um, But I I can't help myself. And I'm sorry, I apologize in advance. But you you mentioned about the corporate and then you said, I I definitely don't want to go there. I almost can't help myself when somebody says that, Um, because, as as you said, there was lots of learning that came from that um Mm -hmm. when you when you could I just ask when when you left corporate to to pursue your own business what were how maybe silly question but how easy was that in the sense of you knew it was something you wanted to do or was there a bit of anxiety around that were you leaving something that was quite secure because we have a lot of people that listen to the show who are in that situation where Maybe they, they are working full time and they're, they're doing, you know, growing their audience and growing a business uh, on Instagram around what they do, or they're yeah. kind of just getting started in this. So there'll be a lot of people, I think, who resonate with that. What, what, what was that, that moment like for you in time?
1: Well the moment of leaving the job was wonderful. <laughs> it was it was liberating and it was freeing and then after that reality kind of sets in that you no longer have that paycheck coming in every two weeks and you are solely in charge of bringing in revenue. And despite all the marketing messages that are like, oh yeah, you can make six figures in six weeks and it can happen really quickly and overnight, that is not true for the vast majority of people. I mean, the first few years were really lean years. And luckily, like my husband is, was a former entrepreneur. He used to Uh, own video stores here in seattle so he understood right like so he was very supportive of me and the business because it was it was a struggle it was really it was really really difficult for the first few years
0: so yeah i i I, thank you for sharing that because i think that though as i say there's a lot of people that are listening thinking Hmm, this feels quite hard it is <laughs> reality, quite
1: hard is. <laughs> yeah
0: and that's the reality right it is it is hard um but it, there's almost kind of a tipping point where i think people feel actually i, I think i'm getting this yeah. um and it seems to feel like it comes a bit more naturally um what, the, so this the, 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 again for, for people listening you're we've got this incredible opportunity where you've got so much expertise you've got the, you know a phd and and have spent, as you said, 25 years kind of dedicating to understanding messaging and this this power of communication. Tell us a bit about the, the three word rebellion. What does that mean and, and, and how does that fit in with, with messaging overall?
1: Yeah, so the three word rebellion is a message that is two to five words. And it really encapsulates the change that you want to create for your audience. And I always think about this, like this is the core message that you want to be known for, that is easy to spread by your audience. And there's a lot of famous three-word rebellions and and famous three-word rebellions were partially the inspiration. So Mel Robbins, five-second rule, Simon Sinek, Mm. start with why, Tim Ferriss, four-hour work week, Marie Forleo, everything is figure outable. They all have these messages that anchor them. And then what I realized when I was developing this framework is that social movements do the same thing. They are very good at encapsulating the change they want to create and making that a message that is spreadable by others, whether it is Black Lives Matter, the Me Too movement, even Make America Great Again. It's a rallying cry that people can gather around and it's very easy to spread. And for me, I was like, oh, well, that's super interesting. I wonder if I took questions from social movement theory and then had my clients just free write, like empty their brains out, if we could find this core message. And I realized that That worked. And that was amazing. Um, And then I also came into another problem. And this is kind of like where the three word rebellion fits in in your like messaging ecosystem, because I really believe that In some ways, Jake, like messaging is like electricity, right? It flows when it works well. The lights are on, and when it doesn't work well, everything kind of gets stuck. You know, your computer shuts down, everything shuts down, and with your message, when it's not working, you struggle to get clients. Your marketing isn't effective. You spend a lot of times thinking about like, ah, crap. What do I need to email to my list this week? Um, You don't know what to say in sales conversations, and so the. Three World Rebellion is really great at getting people's attention, making them interested in your work, wanting to know more about your work. But then it became like, okay, so how do we actually use that core message and build all the other messaging around it so that you're actually building an argument for your work? So that once you get people's attention, you are leading them to what it is you do and that your content, the conversations that you're having in for your email community, your social media audience, all of that is actually preparing people to work with you. And so that's, that's really at the core of what I do because yeah, yeah, like once you have that three word rebellion, it's like, oh, it it makes it so much easier to share, but then Mm -hmm. you have to know like what to say in order to move people, to persuade and influence people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, that, yeah, this is, this is perfect. So immediately with the examples that you've given, um, you know, that Simon Sinek start with why Mel Robbins five second rule and such, um, black lives matter. It's, I think with those examples, people listening will just like, ah, yeah, I get it. It totally makes sense because when we hear those different phrases, um we we understand what they're about and what they actually stand for um mm-hmm. i you you know what I'm going to ask you? I can't help myself because now i'm you've, you've you've got me I'm hooked um i i i would love to know how do you so uh, again I'm being a bit selfish here but yeah. immediately I'm thinking God how do I do this for my company like, what like, how do I get my because I, I think we've got values and I think we've got a, you know, a a message and such but all of a sudden I'm thinking hmm, the three word rebellion sounds really cool like how mm-hmm. would we from, from our company perspective, how would we even go about doing this? And, and again, for clients listening, how would they even go about creating this?
1: Yeah, well, the first step is super fun because with all of my clients, I use free writing. So I give them some prompts, things like, you know, it ticks me off when, or I want to live in a world where. And the goal of these prompts is just to get you writing, like to get you kind of in that space of like, what are you actually against in your industry or even in the world, right? Like, what are you seeing that makes you go like, oh, that's just not right. And let's just get all of that on paper. And then let's do the same thing for the change you want to create. So the first part of it is super, fun it's just like free writing let's empty your brain out onto paper where we can deal with it and if you're like but michelle i'm an extrovert i always tell my people go to otter.ai it is free and rant away into the voice recording and it transcribes it for you so you can still get it on to paper because I feel like with messaging, we are so close to it as business owners. We are so up in our heads. We're thinking about it. Like, how do I want to say this thing that we don't take the time to be like, okay, let's just see what we're going to deal with here. Like, what do I have? So that's, that's the super fun part. And then you move into phase two. I always um, tell people like, you want to take a break. Like you want to just get, I always find like when you have some distance in between you and your free writing it just you can come back to it with fresher eyes and so that's when you start going through and doing what um i i call analysis and this is where my qualitative re- research skills come in because i want people to read through their writing and really find out like okay so What are your rebellion themes? What are your creation themes? Who's the who's the villain in the story that you're telling? And what interesting turns of phrase do you have? What verbs are you using? Is there a word you're using quite a bit? And then we get to start kind of playing with those different words and ideas to really formulate your three-word rebellion. So it all starts with the fun free writing stuff. And then it just is like, all right, got to get some distance or get somebody to help you with it to really dig in and see what's there. And the funny thing is, it's like, I firmly believe your three-word rebellion already exists. It's in something that you've been saying, and most likely it is buried in a ton of other words. Like I have found yeah. three-word rebellions in footers of websites. Um, I was watching a client's video once, and she just kind of had this throwaway phrase, and I was like, oh, that's actually really interesting. <laughs> Let's explore that. So they're, they're all around us. It's just it's, sometimes it's really hard for us as the business owner to see it.
0: Hmm. That's is uh, yeah. That makes so much sense. Um, I think. All right. Well, I. I, I so just to clarify then. So the the first step for, for people would be to just, as you say, free writing, get their ideas down on paper. You've got um, when you work with people, you've got kind of guiding mm-hmm. questions, leading questions, and prompts for them to think about. Um, to to kind of guide the writing in the right direction. Yeah. And there, then taking a step back, taking time away uh, so that when they do come back, they've got uh, fresh eyes that they can look at it with. As you say, that's where the kind of deeper analysis goes and looking at more common themes and specific things that stand yeah. out um, and phrases as well. What was how, how would you then or how would people then best kind of build on that? Would you suggest?
1: Yeah, so once you land on the three word rebellion, what ends up happening is there's more free writing for you to do. Because I had this experience when I um, actually named the process I was doing the three word rebellion. And um, it was I was like, Okay, this is this is really cool. Like this feels big. This feels juicy. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh, my gosh, how am I gonna get other people to buy into this? Cause that's always the next question. Cause it's like, you have this great core message and then it's, it's not enough. Like you have to like have supporting messages around it. So people understand what it is that you do so that for my clients and even, um, in the book, like I talk more about like some of the free writing you do, like once you have it. Um, but it is that process of, I mean, all messaging is about refinement and tweaking. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's get your three word rebellion and then figure out the supporting messages and then let's tweak and refine based on the feedback that you're getting from your audience and what resonates with them.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Could, could I ask, what's, what's, what's the your three word rebellion then? Uh, uh, Michelle is, is it three word rebellion is, is that it, it is. is it, it yeah. is
1: yes I am very meta like that <laughs> yeah. I always love it when people ask me they'll be like so what's your three word rebellion and I'm like what do you think it is <laughs> it's three word rebellion <laughs> totally
0: makes sense it totally makes sense I think I yeah I, I I love that idea um one of the I still think um it it, it so often when we when we, 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 we uh, work with clients and clients get started with us and we, we have a, a, a clear understanding about why they're doing it uh, or generally a good idea about what they sorry, start again we have a good idea about what they want as an outcome mm-hmm. from the process working with us you know they're looking to grow their audience be seen as an expert and, and use instagram to consistently drive sales for mm-hmm. their new business or existing business and um, but one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is actually the core messages and things hidden underneath why they're really doing it and what they, as you say, what they stand out, uh, what, what makes them stand out and what makes them unique. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I really love this this idea of the, the three word rebellion. How for people listening right now, you, you, you've you really wet the appetite as I say, I'm hooked. So <laughs> what's the easiest next step or the natural, progression for people listening to learn a little bit more about this and how they might actually be able to start uncovering their, their own three-word rebellion.
1: Yeah, I have created a free like mini audio workshop about the three-word rebellion and creating your own one-of-a-kind message. And so it's a private podcast feed with a PDF that walks you through the process and you can get that at threewordrebellion.com
0: amazing and uh, so threewordrebellion.com is the uh, is the link we'll put that in the in the show notes for everybody um and I will refer back to that but later as well when uh, is it the number 3 uh, or is it the it, word 3 michelle
1: it it is the number 3 but even if you type yeah. in 3 the, the uh-huh. word you'll you, be to redirected it. to the same place
0: <laughs> perfect perfect so threewordrebellion.com is where people can go um, to 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 find the how do you get an audio workshop tell me about that
1: oh yeah so. I, uh, like you, I am a podcaster as well, and a lot of people in my audience are podcasters. So uh, what I did is I created, I believe it's a four-part workshop that walks you through each part of the PDF and provides a little bit more color commentary. And so there's a great, uh, to plug a company that I love, there's a great company called Hello Audio, and they create these private podcast feeds so that not everybody can get access to it, you have to opt in, there's a unique um, subscribe link generated. And it's just a really cool way for people to get the information without having to sit on their, uh, you know, at their desk and watch a video because I, I love podcasts, (laughs) like I am a podcast junkie. And uh, like, for me, consuming information that way is an amazing way for me to learn so I wanted to make that available to people
0: I love that oh that's awesome yeah and so anybody anybody listening oh I, I mean everybody listening right now of course it, it, we we know that they at least enjoy consuming audio in that they've been uh, they're listening to the show today and, and uh, I anticipate have been listening previously and it's such a great way to consume information but I love the idea of um it's so great for, for for people listening marketers business owners to have that private feed as well um mm-hmm. and the easiest way for them to check it out as you say is to go to uh, the three word rebellion dot uh, com and um we'll put the link in the show notes so they can actually check out exactly how you've done that and get the benefit of creating their own three word rebellion as well yeah. um perfect so i uh, I'd love to, have, I'm going to jump around a little bit if I may, because I I, I love to ask our guests when they come on um, a few questions, slightly off topic, um, yeah. but more, more just about you really. And and uh, I call it the, the quick fire round. They they might be quick fire questions, but they don't have to be quick fire answers. So please don't okay.
1: feel
0: any need to rush through. But uh, it just uh, really just just things I'm always interested in, fascinated when people come on. Um Maybe the, the easiest place to start just with the, the the quick fire round, if I could, I'd love to know, do you have a particular daily practice, maybe morning practice or evening practice that, that you just couldn't live without? And ideally, or potentially something that maybe is a bit unusual. So not many other people do it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if my practice is unusual because it's like I'm, I I have a routine, and it was one of those things that after I left corporate, because before I was, when I was doing my business as a side hustle, every yeah. single morning I would get up early and work about an hour and a half to two hours on my business, and then I would go to work.
0: Okay. Um, and
1: then when I quit the job, I was like, uh, what do I do with my morning? Because I don't think it's the healthiest thing if I just launch right into work. <laughs> like, that yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. So for me, like I oh, wake up, I grab coffee, I like to read for about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I do a lot of journaling in the morning. And then I kind of set up my day, maybe I go for a walk, play with my cats. So it's not anything very unusual. But it's just something that works for me. And I can always tell when I don't do it, because I'm not as focused or grounded when I actually get to my desk.
0: Yeah, what 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 uh what journal do you use do you have a particular format that you use or is it is it like free writing or
1: yeah, I basically like? do free writing so I bought a remarkable pad which is okay. like a electronic notebook that it feels like you're writing on paper, and yeah. I just write what's ever on my mind sometimes I end up like writing out emails that I end up sending to my list and sometimes I'm just like um, working through a problem or like, I've noticed this recurring thought that's not really helpful. (laughs) So I have to start like working on that. And it's like, what is this thought all about? And how is it making me feel? And how could I change it for the better?
0: So good. So good. I love that. I, I, I think that's hugely valuable. Um, the idea of taking as you say it doesn't feel particularly healthy to go straight into work in the morning uh, or no. in, in the sense of diving straight into it and so finding ways that you can maybe be a little bit creative and get your thoughts down on paper or the remarkable pad um yeah i like that a lot so who um in terms of your journey uh to where you are today with 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 the business who would you say They could be close or distant. It could be somebody that you know very well. It could be somebody that you've never met. Um, It might be somebody that's, that's not even alive anymore. But who would you say has had a huge impact or been particularly influential on where you are today?
1: you know when i think about this like i do not think i would be on this path if it wasn't for my master's degree mentor dr pamela cobflush because i was on the speech and debate team in college and you know when you're on the speech and debate team you're always in the communication department like you are a fixture there and so all the professors knew me but she was one night um I was like in the hallway and she's like, hey, and I never had taken a class from her, never, like never had a class with her. She's like, hey, Michelle, can you come to my office? I just want to chat. And it's like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, okay, like, what is this about? And she sat me down and she's like, Michelle, have you thought about getting your master's degree? I'm like, what? (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, no, not not really. And she's like, I really think you should think about it. She's like, she's like, from what I have witnessed and never having me in a class, and she's like, and from what the other faculty tell me, it's like, you're really bright, you have a great mind, and I think getting a master's degree could be a great step for you. And so she was the one who planted that seed that I could continue this journey of communication.
0: I love that. I love that. Have are you? Have you been in touch at all recently, or have you? Or was it kind of that one moment? That um, no, back? we
1: are still in touch. We're connected, like on Facebook and Instagram. Um, she uh, told me I should apply for a job at her university, and I was like, "No, I'm not going back to academia." But thank you for thinking of me. <laughs>
0: oh, that's great. That's great. Um, is there a particular book that you just? absolutely love that you always recommend to people um or that you maybe come back and read uh, regularly is, mm-hmm. is there something that you would recommend to the listeners that you think it could be around messaging or it could be um uh, something totally different
1: yeah i mean i okay so i am a voracious reader and one of the books that I've read a couple of times. Like I love Ash Ambrose's The Middle Finger Project. That's an amazing book. And also, can I give a podcast? Because I'm I'm always the person yeah. who's telling people about podcasts too. Please. Um, so the podcast that is that I'm really loving at this moment, and I've probably re- like recommended to five people already. It's called Against the Rules, and it's with hosted by a man named Michael Lewis who wrote. Moneyball and the big short. And he's doing this, and he, his focus is always on unfairness. And yeah. he's This season, he's talking about experts and how we don't really see the expert, and how the public face isn't usually the person who's solving the problem that a company has or an organization has behind the scenes. And it's just, it's so, it's very fascinating to hear these stories of people who have like changed search and rescue so that you could rescue someone from the ocean because they decided to study drift and we just don't know about these people. So I'm really into it. If you are an expert and you feel unseen, you should check out Against the Rules. That's great. Against the Rules. That was, was it Michael Lewis? Yeah, Michael Lewis. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Um, I love that. We don't, we don't get enough podcast recommendations. Um, It's uh, maybe I need to change the question. Uh, (laughs) It's (laughs) normally books, but uh, yeah, I love that. And of course, anybody listening will be Uh, is a is a a fan of of podcasts and listen to podcasts so um against the rules michael lewis one for um experts perhaps if they feel that they have a great expertise but aren't recognized or examples of other people who are in that that same situation and then uh, we kind of passed over it but let me just take a step back as well the the middle finger project what's that (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, so the middle finger project is a book by Ash Ambridge and she's like, she was actually one of the first people I followed when I got online because like, that was what her company was called at the time. And really this book is just kind of the kick in the butt you need when you're like doubting yourself, when things get really hard and building your business, because she just has this like refreshing fun voice that's also just telling it like it is. Yeah. And so I really appreciate that book. It's like whenever I kind of just need a little inspiration, it's a good one to just pick up and read.
0: That's great. The middle finger project. That is on my list. Um I am adding that uh, to the list as, as we speak. And as I say I'll put these in the show notes. I don't know why, but it always it, it, it brings me back to um michael is it michael manson mark manson oh, um, yeah. the subtle art um of of, of not giving an f mm-hmm. um am careful with the language because i like to make sure this is, this is a, a, a an episode for all audiences um but yeah the, the subtle art of not giving it, uh, an f and i don't know if it's a similar um kind of approach and similar kind of angle but um i that's one that i often come back to and i find it really really useful yeah. um a nice a nice perspective shift should we say yes uh, yes
1: which is great
0: i love that and of course i, I mean we, we you, you were very gracious in not mentioning uh, your your own book as well um
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah my own book i do give a lot to people so you know the three-word rebellion so yeah. <laughs> but i thought that would be a little too self-serving
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we're putting the link we're putting the link in here anyway i'm going to make sure that, that all the links are in there um mm-hmm. Speaking of of messaging, I'm gonna ask, uh, I have to ask this because uh, well, it, it, it greatly interests me. If there was one message that you could get out to the world, it might be a message, it might be a quote, it might be a saying, it might be a phrase, what would it be, what would it say?
1: Yeah, so I was pondering this. And for me, I think it comes down to, it's like, you can be a category of one or you can be one of many and you get to decide.
0: You can be a category of one or you can be one of many and you get to decide. Mm -hmm. I love that, I love that. Could you expand a little bit more on that?
1: Yeah, because I think one of the things that we overlook about our message is its ability to carve out our unique place in the market. Because for me, like I'll think about my own industry, there's a lot of people out there talking about magnetic messaging, like that's the big buzzword right now, magnetic messaging. And there are literally hundreds of posts on Instagram, if you type it into the search bar on that topic. And you know what, all of those people are one of many, they're all competing for that same spot in the market. And here I am with the three word rebellion just carving out my own little place in the sea of messaging, and being like, yep, this is how I do a message. And if you want a three word rebellion, guess what, there is only one place to come. And that is me. And I think that is the, like, it's the power of communication that we don't realize, because how we communicate is actually how we carve out our unique spot in whatever industry you're in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It literally makes you a a category of one. Right. And Mm -hmm. um and yeah, that you know, for for people, as you say, for people to get their three-word rebellion, they have to come to you because you're the expert. It's what you've created. Um and it yeah, it's essential for people's people's messaging. So they're not missing out on their clients and customers. Um Let me let me I'm, I'm very conscious of time. And, and this this was actually flown by. Uh, <laughs> there's so many more questions I've got. But uh, I'd love to know. I, I always ask this question, uh, Michelle, at the end of, of every episode for our guests. Um, the title of the show is influence. I would love to know what does the word influence mean to you?
1: Well, to me, especially with my background in communication, it means persuasion, right? It means leading people, building an argument for your work, leading people to your work, helping them get ready for your work. Because to me, that's what all marketing is, is just helping people to decide whether they want to work with you or not, whether they want to follow you or not. And to me, that is influence.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. I, I I almost don't want to add any more onto that because uh, I think you've just absolutely hit the nail on the head there. Um, just just would if you would please, uh, Michelle, just remind everybody again where they can go to uh, to get their own three word rebellion and where they can go to learn more about you and how you may be able to support them with their messaging.
1: Yeah, so you can always go to threewordrebellion.com to get the mini audio workshop. You can also buy it wherever books are sold online. And if you want to connect with me, I'm over at drmishellemaser.com. And also if you just want to like slide into my DMs and tell me what you took away from the show, you can head on over to Instagram where I am at drMishellemaser.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. I am. I can't begin to describe how pleased I am that you mentioned connect with me on Instagram.
1: <laughs> I, I figured, you know, your audience. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Not enough of our guests to do that, so I am. I'm genuinely delighted that you've done that. Thank you so much, Michelle. I've I've had a lot of fun, and the the thing. This is why I love doing these interviews, as well. But I've learned loads as well. I know my next steps. Uh, I'm going to go head across to threewordrebellion uh, dot com and and take a listen to this. Um, the audio uh there with with the resources Uh, i would highly encourage everybody that's been listening if you got this far through the show um then it's an absolute no-brainer to go and do that and do connect with michelle on instagram as well uh michelle any final thoughts words uh just anything you'd like to share with the audience just before we, we wrap up today
1: yeah, I would say the best time you can spend in your business after you've created your offer is really getting clear on your message. It's going to make everything you do so much easier from marketing to writing copy to pitching yourself for podcasts. So focus on creating that message that really resonates with your people.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. That's that's an action step for me as well after this, for sure. I love that kind of thing, and I'm definitely going to go and do that as well. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much again for joining us uh, on the show. I am greatly appreciative of your time. I certainly don't take it for granted. Um, for everybody that has been listening, I truly believe and trust that you've taken lots from this. Please do go ahead to threewordrebellion.com and connect with Michelle on Instagram as well. Michelle, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been fantastic.
0: Amazing. Absolute pleasure. Uh, for everybody listening, thank you for joining us as well. Um, do go ahead and, and get access to all the links that we've shared today, plus the books, plus the other podcasts that we've recommended. Uh, have a fantastic day, rest of your day, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. All the best. Look after yourselves. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi, friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavey.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavey.